0: Hey, what's going on? It's Brian Jump. Welcome to the SAI Million Dollar PDR Podcast, where we talk PDR marketing business. We talk about customers. We talk about how to level up your business, make more money, have less headaches, just have a more rewarding life. I'm your host, Brian Jump, and at this game for over 30 years. 2023 is officially my 31st year. Do I expect any applause? Ah, A little bit. Couple, all right, too much, too much. A Little more, no more, that's good. Yeah, it's been good, it's been a good ride. And I'm here to share with you what's worked for me, and hopefully something out of this will help benefit you. Maybe you could side, uh, miss out on the, the trials and the tribulations, some of the, the bleeding and the, the sweating that I've had to do, and have an easier path, or smoother path. Brian, I'm not any easy, I ain't no bitch. I never said you were. I'm just trying to make it easy, just trying to make it easier, smoother, like Xlax. available at your local CVS, on sale today, by the way, so anyway, everything good, you know me, I always want to know, man, I appreciate you guys reaching out, I've had a lot of people reach out, I'm hoping to get some interviews coming in, by the way, i had some people saying, hey, how about some interviews, in other words, less of you, more of them, all right, I've heard you, and I yeah, I promise, we'll have some texts, we'll have some people in going to be good. Well, some combos. Have you guys ever messed around with PPF? And no, I'm not trying to get into PPF, especially if I just had a podcast where I said focus. Now, years ago, I, I tried it. It's, I mean, come on, PDR is the hardest thing by a moonshot, but PPF is, is not exactly easy. Go grab a piece of freaking vinyl and try to pull that shit around a mirror. Anyway, so my oldest son's been, been trying it and I jumped in the other day. We were at the studio and, uh, it still ain't easy. So any of you guys out there that do it, man, props, kudos, applause. That's some hard chisel, man. It was not easy, but he's, he's definitely considering getting into it. Anywho, this week we, uh, worked on a 1965 Porsche 911. Love that car. Love it. Wish I could have stole it. What did they say? Drive it like you stole it? I didn't, but I wanted to. Such a cool car, makes me want to go out and, I want to build one, I mean, we may do that. Um, the 2006 Porsche 997, uh, which was really cool. And then we've got an M3 still in here that, uh, due to the rains, uh, bumped into a pickup truck. And fucked it up. Cracked the front fender, which is plastic, if you didn't know, on certain E46s. And then uh, the door we have to replace, so that, I mean, I could I could repair it, yes. It's got pain damage, been tuna canned at the front. Um, it just doesn't make sense. And then the quarter pound looks like it got kicked by the Jolly Green Giant uh, and Hulk, like they were trading off with kicks. So, anyway, um, in the news, Tom poor Tom Brady. Poor Tom Brady, his lifelong winning record is now lost. The uh, Buccaneers, the Bucks, as they're affectionately known in Florida, uh, had a losing season. He's never had a losing season since. I, even in high school. High school, college, and pro, every year he's been on a winning team. I don't know, Tom. Maybe you should have jumped ship when you had the chance. Now you've lost your your wife. You've, the kids probably think you're a piece of shit because you've chosen football over your family. And now you're on a losing team. Life must suck. So any Hooters. Um, A couple quotes. I love quotes. man. You know, Abe Lincoln, if you want to look at Abe, Honest Abe, as they like to call him, Uh, only lied to his wife. And then, uh, get that? And then Benjamin Franklin, a lot of good quotes too. I'm going to do one of Abe's, which which I love this quote. He says, it's not the years of your life that matter, but the life in your years. Get that? It's not how long you live. It's what you do with the years you have. Quality over quantity, right? And, And he's right. And, you know, if you're born in 1000 or 2023, I mean, you're going to figure out that still holds true. It's it's simple. But yet a lot of people just everything say, oh, I got 50 more years. Or I got 20 more years. You may have not have 20 more minutes. You know, who knows, man? You do, none of us know. Anyway, I love that quote. And then Ben Franklin um I wrote down five of these, you know. So bear with me, guys. These I like these. So first one is love your enemies, for their for they will tell you your faults. And yeah, it's good to know, right? Don't you want to be better? I mean, I'm not your enemy, and I ain't telling you exactly what your faults are. But a lot of the stuff in the podcast to make us all better. But yeah, it'd be nice to know. Hey, you know what? What what am I? Like your wife probably tells your faults. My wife tells me my faults, but we won't get into those. Um, anyway, number two. He that falls in love with himself will have no rivals. So don't have an ego is what it means. Okay. If you don't have an ego and you're you're humble, then you realize, oh, you know what? It's important. It really is. Don't fall in love with yourself. There was never a good war or a bad peace, which is kind of cool. I mean, he obviously wasn't for war. And back then, yes, Ben Franklin saw some wars. I bet you the Civil was around the time I would think when he was there, or was it the Colonial? Maybe just the Colonial. Yeah, I don't think he was around during the Civil. But anyway, um, number four: He that lies down with dogs shall rise up with fleas. You probably heard that one. It's probably one of his famous ones. Don't hang out with shitty people. Is what it means. All right, you're gonna you're gonna get in trouble. You know, you probably think, more. some people probably think it means, no, I just, I thought I meant you're going to get, literally get fleas if you have, yeah, that's what he meant, right? Last one, better slip with foot than tongue, which sounds like Confucius say, it doesn't sound like Ben Franklin, but basically what he's saying is think before you talk, you know, and I agree. Good, good advice, Benny, Benjamin, Benji, Benji Franklin. All right, today we're going to talk about money. This is stuff that's served me very well in my 31 years of business now um, and and going strong. It may or may not serve you. I hope it does. Um, I was only taught a whole lot about money from my pops. Rest in, rest in, uh, in peace, old man. Uh, and even school, I mean, I, I don't think school taught us a whole lot. College taught us a little, but it's been the school of hard knocks, That those classes. Yeah, you know, watching what you do with your money. I'll tell you guys a quick story. Way back in the day at our second shop, I think we had this is like maybe I'm four or five months, no, five or five years into business. And we're, can't, we're it, this is where I talked in the podcast a couple of episodes back where I said, you can make over 100 grand a month, but still be miserable. This was the place. So I left my checkbook in the desk one time, and two checks were written and spread out within the course of a month. One was like for like almost like 13 grand, another was 20. I'm like, where where the hell does 30 grand go? You know, I don't remember buying a car or something back in 2005. And I thought it was this new little secretary I had and I was pissed. But then we did a little bit of research and checks have a paper trail. And we found out who it was. And I fired his ass. But I was pissed. I was just pissed because, I mean, first of all, I was pissed at myself for leaving my checkbook in a drawer and and trusting people. Um, But it's just, you know, when you get stolen from like that, you just kind of, I don't know. It it makes it makes it kind of tainted, you know? You just feel kind of cheap, like, like Brian, you're a cheap whore, you know, for leaving your checkbook in your drawer, but, but uh, a lot will happen in 31 years of business, I will tell you that. So anyway, so lessons about money, yeah, one of them is don't leave your checkbook laying around, you know, but we got a lot more better ones than that, so buckle up, here we go, you ready? All right, I'm going to put this thing through the floor, we're going to floor this thing. All right, number one, money flows where your attention goes. And no, I didn't coin that term, but I believe in it. So if you're watching your money, if you value money, if you know the importance of money, I don't mean you're like a, like a money monger. Oh, money, 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 money. Not like that. But I mean, you just understand the value of it and you live your life accordingly. You're going to do better with it. You just need to pay attention to it. If you don't think money matters, oof, sorry. Trouble. Okay, number two, fortunes, made, fortunes are often made with big risks. Take with a little bit of money. So if you throw a little bit of money out there, but you go big, let's say you hire somebody. It doesn't cost you a lot of money, okay? But it's a big risk, you know, or you take on a lease and the lease is maybe just, I don't know, it's a thousand bucks a month or $1,500 a month. It's not a, it's a lot of risk because it's a, you know, you got the year, but the money wise, it's not the big of a deal, but the upside's huge. Any situation like that, that's where fortunes can be made. Typically, wealth is made by taking little risks with a lot of money. So typically people will make make a lot of money at the beginning a fortune by big risk with a little bit of money, basically just time. And then wealth is with a lot of money doubling down on a very, very non-risky venture. That's just how how the big boys play. Okay, number three, your home life and business life must be aligned. In other words, if your business requires that you work 10 hours a day and your wife says, fuck that, you will be home here at six, six hours a day, Toby, or it's your ass, or I'm divorcing hey, you I'm taking, well, you know what? That's not good because if she signed up or you signed up for a business and it takes what it takes and she's not on, on the same game plan, that's not good. Same with the kids. If, if your wife needs you home at noon to watch the kids, that's not alignment. And I'll tell you a little story. I've got uh, somebody works with me right now and he's in a relationship and what he does and what she does is not in alignment. And I see it in my work and I'm not, I'm not a counselor. I'm not going to tell him, but guess what? They've got to, they got to put it together because there's tension right now between the two of them because they're on different tracks. One's about, about personal stuff and one's about business. Sooner or later, somebody's going to give in, you know, and that's just the way it goes. Um, I'll tell you another story There we had, uh, some PDR techs working that we sent over to a hail site in Dallas years ago. And the owner's son, who was a really good tech would leave. He'd come in at like eight and leave at 11. And I'm and they're, and everybody's pissed because he, he was like, he knew how to do RNI and a few other things. They really needed him around, but he, every day at 11. And, and I'm like, why is he leaving at 11? They're like, because he's a hardcore gamer and he's in these tournaments every day. And his dad just lets him go. And I'm like that. That's fucked up. Everybody wasn't on the same the same plane, and it's just you have to be if a business is going to be successful. Okay, here's another one. I see this on on Instagram and and YouTube. I see people giving giving uh, advice. I'll see money advice from inexperienced people. I, you know, think think about this. Are you going to take money advice from? Let's say your mom or dad, and I, I say this with all due respect, but let's just say they don't have a ton of money in the bank or they haven't been exceptionally prosperous. What advice do they have to give to you? you? know, We lead by example, not by words, right? Yeah, you know what? You should always save your money. Dad, you're broke. You, you, you don't even have a car. You're, you're taking the bus or whatever. Or your buddy. Your buddy is giving you this great advice. Man, I know I'm living at home when I'm 40, but I'm telling you right now, man, you need to spend everything you... It's like, what would you... Why am I listening to you, Franklin? You know, no way. Same with PDR. Ignore PDR advice from inexperienced people. People that haven't led people to the promised land haven't time and time again helped people grow to be successful. And there's people out there are preaching up a grit, man. They think, oh, you know, social media is blown up. You can just grab a mic and a video camera and you too can, can preach. What's your background? How much track record do you have? What's your experience? Okay? Because if you if you haven't done it and you haven't shown a few other people how to do it and they're successful, why am I listening to you? You know, you have to listen to people who have already done it. They've been there, done that, time and time again. And then it's like, okay, you know what? You've earned the right. You have a track record. You're validated. You're authentic. I'm gonna listen to you. I'm gonna I'm gonna listen to some of the things you say. Hey, I I may still screen it. You know, you're telling me to eat eat donkey livers because I'm gonna get huge biceps. I don't know. You guys ever heard of Liver King, by the way? Speaking of donkey biceps or whatever the hell, he supposedly his whole, whole Instagram was, I'm gonna get rich, I'm gonna take steroids, and I'm gonna I'm gonna blow up and make millions. And he did. He called his shot and he freaking three-point net, no rim. Successful. But then yeah, they found out that, you know, it wasn't taking it wasn't liver. It was whatever he thought it was, steroids. But it doesn't even matter at this point. It's like, you know, you fake it till you make it. So many businesses and individuals have done that. And you got to respect the hustle. I mean, no, is he authentic? No. Is he he a straight shooter? Probably not. But I mean, at least he owned up. You know, he didn't deny it. When somebody called him out, he's like, yeah, this is true. So anyway, um, it's always easier to buy than sell. Okay. So you should naturally add friction to the buy and lubricate the sell when you're selling. In other words, when you're selling, make it as easy as possible to sell. Slow down the buy, okay? Be more of a skeptic, do more research. Hey, I really wanted to buy this car. You know, the person who's selling has has more power, right? And especially if you, follow me along with this. So let, follow along. So if you, if you're, if there's like a, a BOGO or a FOMO it's not even BOGO, it's FOMO. You fear missing out. Okay, so who's in the power play there? If you have fear, slow down. Don't do it. Don't do it. What's the, what's the point? Why, what, what is so important that you got to rush to go buy the next, that shiny thing, whatever, right? And then Big mistakes are often made from rushing decisions, especially when it comes to buying. Okay, when it's selling, sell it. If it makes sense and you know what you're doing, sell. Especially in business, you should, you should make your selling process as slick as possible. But when it comes to buying stuff, put some friction on it. Slow it down a little bit. Make sure that you've crossed your T's and dotted your I's and you know what the hell you're doing. All right, next one. Money is jealous, okay? Money is jealous. Money, I'm telling you right now, it it, it likes to be paid attention to. And if you ignore it, it it's going to go. It's just going to go. She's, she's a, a vicious freaking uh you know i don't want to call her a whore or a slut but she's i'm telling you right now money she she gets jealous she really does man if you don't give her what she wants she will leave you you know and 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 i i'm saying she you know like like you know or it could be he if you want it if that works better for you if you want to insert that that uh you know uh sexual connotation I'm telling you right now though, but it, when somebody says money is jealous, I get what they're saying. And here's another one. Wealth flows to few who watch it. You have to pay attention to it. I kind of said that earlier, you know, because at the end of the day, if you track it, I mean, I'd recommend everybody in this podcast, go get a uh, a bank account app and check your bank account every day. Not because you're some freak, but because it's just, it solidifies your your attention to money, okay? Hey, I know my account, you know, or you might pick up on some things that are that are exiting your account that shouldn't be. I mean, I'm getting this auto-deduct for, for $80 a month from Fubo. We had that that I, I picked up on right before Christmas. I'm like, I'm, we don't even watch Fubo. What the fuck? I think we signed up for like baseball playoffs or something. It was the only way we could get it. And then it just kept auto-billing us for like 80 bucks a month and nobody was even watching it. 80 bucks a month. You know how much Coke that is every month? coca-cola anyway I don't drink sodas or use the other kind of code Um, we stay here's another one we stay poor until we learn poverty lessons okay education guys education some people still live like they're in poverty and if you do stupid things you know go out and you don't you have a huge car payment here's a poverty lesson I got a car payment any car payment really and I'm renting. If I don't own property, what? Why? Unless I already have a ton of wealth. I have a ton of wealth, and I don't believe in owning property, and I'm, my my money's in better investment vehicles than than 10 to 20 20% of, uh, a year. Okay, you know what? I get you. No worries. But if you have a huge rent, nut, you got to pay. I'm talking about for your home, not for business. And then you also have a car payment. What? And, and a lot. This is most people. This is what what's what's stupid. Those are poverty lessons, though. You're paying the banks and everybody way upstream when you could have just got. Yeah, it would have been a cheaper car. Wouldn't have been sexy. But you work and save enough money to get that nice car that you pay cash for. Okay, it, it's the poverty boss. They freaking they're the the slave lord that you know slum lord that stays on top of you. And there's different levels to this, right? You can level up. And, and you need to level up. And how do you do it? By taking action. Look at your personal finances and, and get going. At the end of the day, what, what, do you, what do we all need to do? We need to solve people's problems, do it well, and make money. How do we do that? We learn skill sets. We all learned how to do PDR. That's the base level, guys. That's just level one. What's level two? Because this isn't one skill. I mean, I group a lot of you guys together. Who out there is really good at ads, running their own ads? Who's good with customer service? Who's good with estimates? Who's good at closing dealers? Who's good at getting auction accounts or rental cars? Those are all skills with what we do. Everybody thinks the most important skill in PDR is learning how to push it down. And I say nay. I say nein in German. Or in uh, Russian, yet. How do I know Russian? Don't ask. So important. Those are those are lessons that are important to get out of the poverty. Under, out from under the poverty boss, right? Frugality drives innovation. Okay, if you're fru- frugal, okay, you'll think of things, especially when you pay attention to it. You'll come up with stuff to be better to be more successful what's an example we all know this example we just all freaking went through it two years ago COVID we all had to adapt to some point right but we were frugal about what we had to do probably but we, we still here we are we all survived COVID most of us survived COVID I mean if you constrain your time and resources you'll solve your problems without spending a bunch of money but it's it, it's that money. That's it's a horror example. You got to pay attention to what matters. You put your head down. You solve for those problems without just trying to buy your way out of it. Be surprised of what you come up with. And this is this is an advantage, not a disadvantage. Don't look at it like, oh man, I'm because if you do, you're gonna you're gonna have a handicapped mindset, and you're you're not gonna be as voracious. You're not gonna give it the time because you're gonna feel like, man, I'm. You know, I got dealt a bad card or whatever, man. I got a bad hand. I need, I need to be lucky like the others. All right, a few more a few more examples here before we move on. Think once about investing, think twice about spending. This is basically the same as buying and selling, right? But here's the little caveat to this example. Make your money money compound. Your dollar should be making dollars upon dollars, not just sitting there. And the problem is most people have money, it's not making them money, most. My money's making me money, Brian. I put it into real estate and I got renters. Okay, cool. Hey Brian, my money's making me money. I got three cars and they're all on Turo and I'm renting them out every every day. I make $200 cash positive every day on my Turo's. Fantastic. That's your money making you money. Hey Brian, I got $60,000 sitting in the bank and it's making me shit. Dilly squat, Brian. Uh, Exactly. I'm not saying you don't need to have a safety net. You do. But at some point, you need to carve money off and that money needs to start doing smart things for you. Because the rich get richer. They don't even need it. They have the leverage that comes with it. They have more options. They have power. Because they leverage their money. And don't forget, we make money. Money doesn't make us. What we sell... It's not our net worth. Our value of our skills is our worth, not our bank account. And uh, a lot of this, it's about changing beliefs, guys, because a lot of people have beliefs that they're just not right. And it takes time to change the frameworks to get people to see what's reality, right? And it goes back to time, guys, and saying no. There's so many opportunities out there, but it may not be your opportunity man money is so important the tiers banks the top of the of the money flow right they have so much power credit cards processors upstream has power at the very bottom of the rung we have no power banks landlords if you're a landlord you're starting to gain some power if you're renting stuff equipment or whatever else you're you're getting some power There's a term called the ignorance tax. It restricts your wealth by not knowing, being ignorant. You need to pay down that debt. Imagine if you took all the classes you could take, guys. This whole last year when I've been preaching, and you, your constraints, your chokeholds, got 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 nourished, got fed, and you made an extra 250 grand versus not doing it. Well, the ignorance, t- the ignorance tax that you now owe as of January 1, 2023 is 250 grand because you didn't serve that, that necessity. And we all pay this ignorance, ignorance tax on some level. Some of us just naturally are sitting in a position of opportunity way more than others. We all have opportunities. There's some of you out there that could be making a million dollars a month. The opportunity is sitting right in front of you. And you probably even maybe know it, but you're ignorant because you're like, I, you know, I don't want to take the risk and and I really don't know what's involved and I'm not going to go look into it. That's insane. And then later on, you'll, you'll probably regret it. The idea is get knowledge and get experience. This podcast is an example of this. I'm spewing over 30 years of, of knowledge and experience that served me and I'm hoping that some of these little, little spittles these little glue dots are going to stick to you and help you. And I'm still learning. This old dog still learning new tricks. I'm going to learn how to do a business kickflip and then a business ollie. Yeah, those are skateboard references for those of you that don't. Don't roll, baby. I still roll my longboard every day when I go get the mail. Skills paid via time suck. You want skills that are not attributed to time. And PDR is kind of that way. The idea in life is get skills not tied to time. What we do is a huge value. The more value we give to others, the less people will compete with us. The more you can make your opportunity and value unique. How can you make your service unique? Solve for that problem and you'll fucking be Hugely successful. That's value. People have problems, guys. Go solve for them. And do it in a way that it makes your, your personality or your opportunity, your offering is so much better than the others. You won't have competition. I see so many um, posts on, on Facebook and social media about people just getting pissed about pricing and this and that and the other. And it's just like, who gives a fuck? you, you're not solving for the right problem. I had a guy, last story, and then I'll cut you guys loose. I'll let you out of class. 2016 Land Rover Discovery. Two small dents. They're just small. Come down and do them. Let's just set the appointment. Let's just set the appointment. I don't want to send you photos. I don't have time. Well, take the time because unfortunately, this is the protocol that we do. You can either bring it by. Okay, 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 okay. I'll take pictures. Takes pictures on a black car facing straight into the dents. What do you think I saw? I saw the picture of a camera in two hands. I didn't see the dents. Um, you know what? That's not going to work. Can you bring it by, or maybe a walk-by video? Well, let's just say they're small. They're really small. They're less than an inch. Okay, this guy's obviously lazy. He's he just doesn't want to put the time in. He's probably not my customer. Okay, a they're small dents, and that's not. I'm not looking to do small dents. Like I posted up on uh, Paul Corden's Facebook page the other day, I said, you know what? We start our small dents typically around 350, 375. And that's what I quoted this guy. I said, you're looking right around 375 for those two dents. Okay, awesome. When can we schedule to have you come out? How's Monday? And I said that, that quote was to come to us. And that's when I finally blew he finally got pissed. He was willing to spend the money, but he wanted somebody to come out. And guess what? If I or Jake go out, we are stacked so deep in work right now. We're gonna lose money. The travel time we could end up squeezing another car or two in the middle of the day instead of going out and doing this this job. And you, some of you guys out there, are thinking 375 too dense. I don't even care if that car's aluminum. I'll have that thing done in an hour. Yeah, you probably would. Great, 375 an hour. That's good money. I'm not I'm not squawking at it. But what if what if you were doing that? anyways, and you would lose $200 at the end of the day because of the travel time. Would you be happy? Would you be happy knowing somebody reached into your wallet and took two C notes out of it? Maybe not. And estimates coming in and stuff. You know, I got to leave estimates at that. If I go out, I mean, that's even worse because I'm the one that writes most of the estimates. I'm good at it. I'm not great at everything, but I'm pretty damn good at customer service. 30 years, guys. I mean, i I have no excuses. I damn well better be good at it or should be doing something else. You know, I sucked at customer service, so I became a fishmonger. I love dealing with fish. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's what you do. If you Either become good at it, iterate, or find something you want to do and be good at that. No, I'm not a fishmonger. That was an example. Anyway, thank you all for listening. I appreciate you guys. I love you all. Air hugs. No kisses, just hugs. Have yourself a great, great midweek. It's hump day, man. You guys believe that? Jeez. Time is flying. It's going to be summer soon, I hope. It's been freezing. I can't even tell you guys it's freezing. It's been high 50s, low 60s in Cali. And we're we're so spoiled, we call that freezing. But anyway, who wants to talk about the weather? Who gives a shit? Thank you, guys. Don't forget, if your grandma wants to listen, refer her and I will bring up Susanna whatever her name is rosie rosalyn but yeah we do want more listeners that gives us more strength and more power we can do more things with it so please refer a friend post up on social meds let people know rate and review us love you guys i appreciate you guys man have yourself a great day and we'll catch you on the next sai million dollar pdr podcast bye bye for now You still around? Good. I'm going to give you one more Benjamin Franklin quote because you hung out and you didn't cut loose, just in case. This is like when you watch the credits in a movie, right? And at the very end, they show you one more scene or, or like the bloopers. Yeah, well, that's what I'm doing right now. I can't tell you I'm going to do it in all the episodes, but every now and then it's kind of funny. All right, so Benjamin Franklin, ready? This one I'm sure you've heard of, but I like it. It's good. It's from Poor Richard's Almanac, by the way, 1737. God, I should read that. Poor Richard's Almanac. Anyway, well said, well said, well done is better than well said. Well done is better than well said. In other words, stop fucking talking get out and do something. And then I'll give you one more. Bonus, bonus. A right heart exceeds all. Sure, just be kind. Have a good heart, right? i Ben Franklin, man. Smart motherfucker. I mean, if you guys can think about people who you'd want to meet, you know, from the past, thats he's got to be right up there, right? Him, Gandhi. Anyway, love you guys, man. Have a good one. Catch you soon. Bye-bye for now. For real. Hey, this is Brian Jum. Welcome to the SAI Million Dollar PDR Podcast. We go over actionable tips that have served my business well over the last 30 years, and hopefully they'll be beneficial to you too.